Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. Day and night is not too much. Paul said it like this, let us continually... Offer up the sacrifice of praise. The Bible says that our praise rise before the Lord like incense. Woo, glory to God. And that he actually keeps hold of them as precious things in heaven. What we're doing right here in this moment, glory to God, is something God deems precious because he looks at the sacrifice that it takes, glory to God, and sees that we lean in and put our whole hearts in it and he, it arises before him. That's not just, just a, a, a fantasy. That is a reality that's going on in the spirit realm that when we come and we worship and we give glory, glory to God, right in the middle of what we're, we're walking through, right in the middle of our faith journey, right in the middle of the process right in the middle of what's going on in in the world we choose to unplug from all of that and plug into the place where we belong glory to God the the high place of the throne of heaven glory to God that he's invited us into glory and when we plug in glory that word the, the the very words that we're singing the very worship that we give him rises before him and he's blessed you know, I was just thinking as we were worshiping uh, at the beginning of worship, I'm thinking, Lord, how wonderful is it that you choose to be blessed by my praise? He, cho- he chose to value my praise. And when, it, when we look at our praise in comparison to all that he's done, all that he is, all that he's accomplished, oh, man, it seems like such a cheap offering to us. In comparison, but the Lord has chosen to value it. And so if he values it, we got to value it and we got to bring it like, like a precious offering. Come on. We just got out of Christmas and, and the wise men came with gifts to, to present the King because they recognized who he was and the gift that the Lord's looking for many times is us to unplug from the natural, unplug from, from thoughts, unplug from the attack that that's on our life, unplug from all those things and choose to honor and magnify who he is. Glory to God. And he he sees that as precious Woo. and he comes and he dwells the bible says he inhabits what does that mean hangs out in dwells spends time in the praises of his people so in an atmosphere like this the spirit of god says that's where i want to be that's where i want to be in fact the lord says he's looking he looks over the earth to find one that has a loyal heart he's looking the bible says over in, uh, in john i believe in chapter four i believe it says that that now is the time uh, to worship in spirit and truth and the father is looking for such look no further father come on let's just close our eyes and say look no further father look here in our midst Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, you're worthy of it all. You're worthy of it all. You're worthy of it all. And even if we never had any sense of his presence, 
he'd be worth coming and singing and worshiping and giving it our all. But he's so good. He's so faithful. And he promised that he would be there. And I don't know, it just would seem weird if God was in the house and that we didn't recognize that. That almost would be, it would be weird that if God was in the room that you wouldn't pick up on it. And I just hear the Holy Ghost saying that if you've come to worship service after worship service after worship service and aren't sensing and picking up uh, on the presence of God, then just begin to switch that in your mind and renew your mind with the truth of the word that you know him and that you see him and that you hear him. Get over into the book of John and find out what, what the Lord says about how we are able to pick up and recognize him because you are his, chi- his child and you have a right to recognize his presence. You have a right to recognize. So throw off the lie of the enemy that it's difficult or that it's hard. Throw off the lie of the enemy that I, that, that I need to get into some sort of perfect kind of thing, but then renew your mind with the truth of the word and experience Expect to sense his presence. Expect to recognize his presence. And when he's in the rooms, begin to declare over yourself, when you're in the room, I recognize it, Father. When you show up in your glory, I pick up on it, Father. Because I'm one spirit with you. And if I'm one spirit with you, then I begin to recognize when you're in the room. I begin to recognize the move and the flow of the spirit. I begin to recognize and pick up on what's going on in the, in the atmosphere because I've been called to that. If you've called to for me to worship in spirit and in truth, then I choose to worship in spirit and truth and be connected in spirit and in truth and recognize the moving and the flowing of your spirit. It's not a hard thing. It's not a difficult thing. So I choose to forget that lie and I choose to renew my mind with the truth that I know and I know how to flow and I know how to go and I know how to move and I know how to hear and I know how to speak and I know how to connect with my spirit and I know how to flow out of my spirit and I know how to flow with the Holy Ghost ha 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 let's just pray in the Holy Ghost for for a moment here oh ha 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 yeah yeah, and so we do recognize that, Father. Oh, hallelujah. We do agree with what you say about us. We're not just hearers, but we're doers, as you've already brought up, Father. We're not just hearers, we're doers. Glory to God. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. I just have this in my heart. How many know you're never too young to be able to hear from the Holy Ghost? Hallelujah. And I just want to lay hands on on all the Faith Island and and, uh, Lighthouse age kids. Glory to God. If you'll just come up here, there's a grace here. Hallelujah. There's a grace here. Father, we thank you for the Holy Ghost. He's the helper. He's the guide. And you promised that the spirit of truth would come to dwell on the inside of us and he would guide us into all truth. He would take what is yours and declare it to us. 
reveal it, unfold it, announce it. Oh, my, 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 my. Mm. Father, we thank you. Thank you for a new level of sensitivity for us as a body. A new level of sensitivity to the spirit. A new level of sensitivity to listening and obeying and responding. Mm, Gone are the days of listening and ignoring. Here are the days of listening and responding. And don't beat yourself up if you miss it, but just ask for forgiveness and endeavor to listen and respond the next time. (laughs) Because every time that you choose to respond, there's fresh grace to respond. Fresh grace to step out. Fresh grace to obey the leading and the prompting of the Spirit. And you'll find that there'll be promptings of the Spirit in many areas coming back alive because you've tuned in to listen. It's not that the Holy Ghost ever went anywhere or ever stopped talking, but because you choose to listen, you've tuned into the frequency of the Spirit, so to speak, that you then begin to pick up on His leading in multiple areas. Multiple areas. Yeah, it's not just going to come in this area and that area. It'll be in multiple areas, areas of your finances, areas of your family, areas of ministering to those that you run into in the marketplace, areas of, 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 of worship and, and fellowship, areas of, of stepping out in new levels of faith. It's going to be on multiple areas that as you tune into the leading and, the list and listening into the Holy Spirit, you'll hear his voice. Oh, it won't be a loud, booming voice. It won't be an overwhelming voice, but it'll be a still small voice on the inside leading and guiding in a very intimate and and personal way. For he doesn't long to be a loud, booming voice on the outside. He longs to be the still small, intimate voice on the inside, speaking softly. Oh, and as we tune in, that voice uh, seems to become louder and clearer, but it's really just the still small voice. We've just gotten better at listening. And so this is a new season of listening and obeying. Ha ha. Oh, glory, glory, glory. We thank you for that, Father. We thank you for that, Father. Lord, I, 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 I receive that. I choose to step into that. Hallelujah. Lord, there's more. There's more. There's more. More in store. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Father, we thank you. Let's just thank him one more time here. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Mmm. Yeah. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Mmm. Glory to God. Many who've been looking, looking for that more, it's going to come as you get more sensitive. That satisfaction, that, that satisfaction you've been looking for is in the more yieldedness, the more tenderness to the Spirit of God. Hey, hey, hey. Ha ha ha. Woo. And there's joy attached. There's freedom attached because where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty, liberty, liberty to be who you've been called to be, liberty to flow and to function in the fullness of the relationship God's called you to have. Hey, (laughs) because it's not about doing it in your own effort. It's about yielding to the flow of the spirit. 
It's about yielding to the flow of the Holy Ghost. It's not about trying to work something up. It's about yielding to the leading and to the flow. Oh, glory to God. For didn't the prophet see out of the throne room uh, uh, water that was flowing, a river flowing? Glory to God. And didn't Jesus say that out of your belly will flow rivers of living water? Glory to God. And so there's a flow that we can lean into and yield to that will actually, as we get good at leaning and good at yielding, it'll carry up us into places. Oh, hallelujah. Let's just pray in the Holy Ghost here again. For out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. And everywhere the river goes, everywhere the river goes, everywhere the river goes, there is life. Everywhere the river goes, there is life. Oh, ha, yeah. Hallelujah. Mm, glory. Mm, hallelujah. Fresh. A fresh relationship. Mm, a fresh relationship. Ooh, and those that have been looking for a deeper, more intimate relationship with the Lord, the Lord says, here I am. Look no further. Just step over and begin to pursue. Oh, by faith, and you'll see. <laughs> I'm right here waiting on you. Glory to God. And those that have a good relationship, there's more. There's more, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, thank you, Father. We thank you. There's more. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Oh, praise God. Oh, aren't you thankful for his presence? Hallelujah. Let's just wait here. Just make sure we're done right here. Father, we thank you. We're not in a hurry. We're here for you. Mm. We're here for you. We're here to... Wait on you. Hallelujah. Glory. Oh, my, my, my. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Ooh, glory to God. Amen, amen, amen. Well, praise God. He's good, isn't he? Mm, I love you, Holy Ghost. Thank you for helping tonight. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Well, you can be seated just... Enjoy the presence of the Lord as we share a couple things here. Hallelujah. I got about nine things on my heart, and so we should be out by 10 or 11, I think. Just kidding. Um, Glory, 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 glory. Father, we thank you for your word. As pastor was exhorting us, uh, this scripture came on my heart. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 4. But God, who is rich in mercy, because we deserved it. No. Thanks, Mike. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us. Even when we were dead in trespasses made us alive together with Christ and raised us up together and made us to sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus 
But the, the verse four, but God who is rich in mercy. Man, aren't you grateful? You know, going back to just the moment that I was saying, Lord, you know, it doesn't seem like I have a lot to bring as an offering here in comparison to the richness of your mercy, the richness of your goodness, the rich, you know, we were singing, your goodness is running after me. You're faithful all my life. You're faithful. I mean, God is faithful in the, in the seasons that we are faithful and we feel pretty good about ourselves. You know, there aren't, there aren't there seasons where you're like, Oh, I'm being pretty faithful. I'm doing pretty good. You know, um, just me. Oh, okay. No, there's seasons where you feel like, hey, I'm kind of doing this Christian thing pretty good, right? And I, I'm, I'm reading my Bible and I'm praying and God's speaking and, and you feel pretty good about yourselves and, and God's faithful in those seasons. But, but then there's sometimes there's seasons when you let the things of life get in the way and all of a sudden you find out like, whoa, I need to check up on my faithfulness. I need to check. But God remains faithful in and out of every season. You know, God doesn't change. He's not, he's not like, well, you know, uh, Mark is doing pretty good this month, so I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and be good to him. And then if he slips out of being good, then, you know, well, I'm going to take my goodness. No, God's good all the time. He's faithful all the time. He's rich in mercy. He chose to love us. He chose to, to set his affection on us. He chose to, to get, to come after us. He chose to give his heart to us. And, and I just believe that God is inviting us as a, as impact family church into a fresh season of more, a fresh season of intimacy, a fresh season of being in love with Jesus. I, I, I can't help, but, but just since this, this, this tugging on my heart that in the first part of this year, we just need to to dig deep into our love and our relationship with the Lord. He's got so much love for us. It's because of his love for us that we can come boldly to the throne of grace. It's because of his love for us that we have rights and privileges. It's because of his love for us that we can stand as the object of his affection is because he chose to love us. He chose to, just like I was saying, he was, he chose to value our praise and worship. Why is our praise and worship valuable? Because he says it's valuable. Why are we valuable? Because he says we're valuable. You know, uh, value in, in our, in our, even in our economy and, and in our, in our economic system is placed on, uh, this thing is valuable because somebody's willing to pay such a, such and such a price for it. You know, you see pieces of art, that look like a kindergartner painted them. And then you check the Sotheby's, you know, auction price, and they went for $1.6 million. Well, why is it worth $1.6 million? Why, if you found that at a garage sale, that you could take it to the auction and put it up for sale? Because somebody was willing to pay $1.6 million for it. And that placed that value on it. Glory to God. And, and so then now that painting or that, that piece of artwork is now worth $1.6 million because somebody with $1.6 million decided to pay it. Well, there was no higher price in all of the universe. Jesus said, I'm willing to pay the ultimate price. There is no other price. And he set the value on you. He set the value on that relationship with you. 
That's why the enemy can't, he really has no, no, no uh, uh, dog in the fight when it comes to, to you being able to come before your father. All he can do is try to accuse and cloud and, and, and try, to, try to intimidate and try to distract. That's all the weapon he has because, because God said, I am willing to be in relationship with Doug Brown so much so, so that I'm willing to send the highest price that I have to pay the price for him so that he could be, like Pastor was saying, brought, ripped out of the the kingdom of darkness. The enemy had no, no stronghold that he could hang on. As soon as Doug Brown in that truck that day saw the Lord Jesus and, and said, I choose to follow after you. <laughs> Shot out of the darkness. <laughs> Shot out of the darkness like a cannon. Glory to God. Because there's nothing that the enemy can do to hold, hold, hold a, a, somebody who chooses to believe in Jesus into the darkness. There's nothing he can do. God's already paid the ultimate price. He's already, he's already given, given everything that, that he could out of his realm to make that, that sacrifice true and just. It wasn't just, a, it wasn't just a bank heist. It was a just paid price. It required the Son of God. It's the only thing. And he paid it. So that much more, if, if, if the enemy couldn't hold you back mm, in the kingdom of darkness, when he had all the cards, if he couldn't hold you then, he can't hold you now. He can't hold you from what God has for you in 2023. He can't keep you out of the, the, the relationship and the, and, and the intimacy that God has, has already bought and paid for and paved a path with the blood of the Lamb so that you can come boldly any moment of the day, any moment of the night. Glory to God, day or night, night or day. Hallelujah. Your praise when you say, Lord, I worship you, has a pathway right to heaven. Glory to God. You think that uh, uh, 200 megabits is fast or 500 megabits or whatever the fastest internet line is that we got on earth right now, it means nothing compared to when we say the name of Jesus. Immediately, all of heaven is at attention because God moves faster than the speed of lightning. And all of a sudden, the name of Jesus has been called on. Or you say, Lord, I, I forgive me. Boom, just like that, the grace of God comes into action. There's not a thing the enemy can do. There's not a thing that your mama can do. There's not a thing that your, your neighbor that gets on your last nerve can do. There's nothing that can stand in the way of you and the power and the grace of God. And the glory of God and the intimacy with God that he's calling you to in this year. The intimacy, the, the fellowship. Oh, there's a new level. There's a new level. Oh, there's a new level. So what, what's holding us back? Nothing is holding us back. Only thing the enemy can do is try to distract, try to deter, try to discourage. And really, if you think about it, it's a weak game. It's a weak game. But we have to recognize it's a weak game. I don't feel as close to God as I did last year. That can change in a moment. Just a decision right then. A, a decision out of your will shifted your total eternal reality. A decision out of your will to believe on what the Lord had done. 
shifted your eternal reality. How much more is a simple decision in a moment of worship or a simple decision to kneel by your bed or a simple decision at at the workplace to unplug from the distractions of an issue that started to arise and then just choose to plug into heaven. Oh, glory to God. You've got access right there in the throne room, right? You don't, you don't have to beg. You don't have to plead. You don't have Lord, hear me, Lord. Oh no, the Lord, the Lord doesn't need you to beg to hear him because you stepped out and stepped on purpose into into him that's a moment of faith glory to God and it connects you instantly to the reality that God has already provided for you there's a reality that is bigger than the reality that we taste, taste touch see hear and feel there's a reality that created that reality and if uh, if uh, one reality can create another reality we probably ought to be able to do be doing what Paul said and say look not to the things which are seen because the things which are seen they're just temporary and begin to look at the realm of the unseen because they're eternal there's something that is a reality that, that we've been seated together with Christ Jesus. Is that just something that sounds good and we can kind of get a little excited about on Sunday? Or is that an, a, reality, a reality that is infecting and invading our mindset, invading our, our thought process, invading the way we approach the throne of God when we wake up in the morning? We, we don't get a lot of, uh, of pictures into Jesus' relationship with the Father other than just what he tells us. But there's one time that a couple fellas went along with Jesus to enjoy his quiet time with them. And all of a sudden it was like heaven was opened up. And, and the prophet, there's a couple prophets there and, and it's just wild. Why? Because there was, he, there was no separation between him and heaven. Now, I'm not prophesying that we're going to have Moses and Elijah meet with us. on, But what I'm saying is there is access to heaven. There is access to the throne. There is access that we, being hearers and doers, that we've not stepped over into as doers. That if we'll step over and get a hold of who God uh, has called us to be and the relationship he's called us to have, that we will be so uh, love drunk with the Lord, glory to God, so enthralled with who he is, so enthralled with his presence, so enthralled with what, what he thinks about us, what he says about us, that the thing, this old, old hymn that said, I think it's a hymn that, that says the things of this world will start to get strangely dim. Strange to them. They don't disappear. They just become dim in relationship to what we're looking at and what we're focusing on and what is uh, 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 grabbing our attention. Come on, y'all know this when you fell in love. All of a sudden there was this young lady or young man that grabbed your attention. And all of a sudden it's not like every other girl in the house disappeared. But all of a sudden they look dim compared to the light of the one that came walking down that, down that hall, Right? And all the other ladies just became, became strangely dim because your affections and your attention were, were on them. Whoo. I mean, you can see it in Kelsey's eyes when Drew's over there on the, on, the, on the organ and he hits a little organ lick. Kelsey just praises a little bit harder. Why? Because that's her man's. That's her man's. Jesus is our man's. And when he walks in the room, whoo, <laughs> the atmosphere shifts. Mm. When we walk in the room with our attention on him, the atmosphere shifts. Woo! 
glory to God. All of a sudden, what, what is brick and mortar and, and drywall and electric wires, all of a sudden shifts and becomes an outpost of heaven. Glory to God. Jesus says, uh, as it is in heaven, let it be on earth. All of a sudden, when we shift our attention and our focus on him, glory to God, this shifts from being just a brick and mortar building that has no life in it to all of a sudden, this is an outpost of heaven. Glory to God, where the spirit of truth can come and dwell and be himself and make manifest the presence of heaven here on earth. Glory to God. And our lives can be shifted. Our lives can be changed. What is it? It's just a simple decision. A simple decision of our will unleashes everything heaven has. It's faith. It's, it's expectation. God is so good. He, he loves us so much. He, he chose to never override our will. He respects and honors you so much. He's not going to override your will. But he'll send out invitation after invitation after invitation. Hallelujah. And I'm grateful for it because sometimes I'm hard of hearing. Right? I mean, has there ever been seasons where you're just hard of hearing? You know, I remember when Rachel was after me. Y'all laugh, but it's the truth. I don't know why. I can't tell. I can't explain. Probably because I had a praying mama and dad. And they're like, oh, Lord. You didn't bless them with good looks, but bless them with a wife that will love them anyway. Um, but, you know, she, she, we were working at the ice cream shop, and, and she's asking all these questions all the time. And I'm like, you know, why are you asking me all these? Finally, after about two or three weeks, of, why are you asking all these questions, you know? And she's like, because I like you. And I was like, okay. Like me like how? Like you want to be my friend? She's like, no, I want you to be my boyfriend. And I was like, oh, okay, never met a woman like this before. <laughs> Straightforward. But, you know, because I was raised right, I said, well, that's great and all, and I think you're cute and stuff, but I only date girls that are born again, spirit-filled, and on fire for the Lord. And I said, so we can't date or anything. I said, but you can hang out, you know, and whatnot. That's cool. And, um, so then my mom's like, well, why don't you invite her to church? I said, well, mom, I can't invite her to church because if I do, she'll only come because of me. And mom said, what do you care about what bait the Lord uses to hook a fish? And that just brought me down a peg. I was like, oh, I see. Cause how many know bait isn't all that? Bait stinky and you know, and gross, right, Captain Kirby? And so, you know, I invited her to church, and on the way home, I'm chum, yeah, I'm chum. Uh, and so, you know, on the way home, she gets born again. Um, I asked her, you know, you know what uh, Miss Cindy was talking about tonight? Do you want to? Do you want to have that kind of relationship? She's like, yeah, I do. All right, well, let's pray. And she got born again. Then a couple weeks later, she got filled with the Spirit. And then I think a couple months after that, we were on our way down to Miami for a Holy Ghost meeting. And she just gets the whole kit, can, and caboodle. I mean, she leaves on fire. But what I was grateful for, what I was shared all that to say this, 
I was grateful she didn't give up just because I was hard-headed. Because even after all that, I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want a girlfriend or not. Pastor Greg, I remember saying, what is your problem? This girl is on fire for God, da-da-da, and cute, you know, and you're, you're just like ignoring her. You're, you're, your head's in the clouds, you know, and I'm just like, I don't know, you know, whatever. How many know guys can be hard-headed sometimes? But Rachel didn't give up. And thank God because she's, she's been a huge blessing. Amen. And uh, for any that don't know, that's my wife. And so, you know, score, one for the good guys. Um, and uh, so anyway, God is like that. He, he just keeps pursuing. You can be hard-headed. You can be slow to hear. But God doesn't give up and say, well, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I'm glad Kat didn't give up on old Mark over there. He was hard-headed. Didn't know what was right in front of him. But Kat didn't give up. God doesn't give up. He keeps wooing and pursuing. He keeps inviting. And the Spirit of God is sending out an invitation. You know, I know we kind of had a little slow morning this morning in praise and worship and stuff. But, you know... It's, that's just like a football team. You know, you have a big win, and, and the coach goes in there and says, man, you guys finally listening. They got it all together, and we, we tore this team up, you know, and, and we had guest ministers in here last week telling us how good we were, and then we came in and had a letdown game. But God didn't give up. We're back here tonight, amen. The presence of God was sweet and awesome. There's invitation after invitation after invitation. He's not going to quit inviting. But the better we get at yielding, whoo, glory. The better you get yielding in, in, in tomorrow morning when he, when he woos you in that, in that, in that few moments. Man, I, I, I found that if I'll just, instead of getting up and getting busy real quick, I'll just lay there for a moment and say good morning to the Lord. Many times he'll just speak something right to my heart or, or give me a scripture that I need to look up just that quick, like a lightning's moment, because I just, I just tuned into him first. Uh, the Bible says something like this, seek first the kingdom and, and God will, will show up in those little moments. And, and man, don't you know, that just stirs your love for him even more. Like you wake up in the morning, he's right there. Hey, I love you. Here's, here's the scripture for the day. Ooh, oh, praise God. I didn't even have to throw up a bobo show. You know, just tuned in. That, he's right there. And, and that's the, I believe what the spirit of God was saying tonight, just, just as we were, we're speaking some things out that that's the kind of invitation he's sending out. I, 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 I know that in this there's, there's, it's a dual invitation. It's an invitation in the building and it's an invitation outside the building. And we got to get good at both in this season. Hallelujah. We got to get good at both in this season because there's some new territory, more territory to take glory to God. And we need to get real good at coming in the building and setting an atmosphere. Because, you know, God does different things in different places. There's a way he shows up when we gather together as a family. And then there's a way he meets us intimately in our quiet time. And we need both to be, to be the men and women of God that he's called us to be. And it's not a hassle thing. It's not like, oh, man, I need to really work on this. No, it's not that. It's a response to an invitation. It's a love response to a love invitation. You know, when you first fell in love, when you, when you first liked somebody, you're 
interested in somebody, all of a sudden you're doing things you wouldn't normally do. The things that might have been a hassle if, if Brother Q asked you to do them, uh, because that, the, the one that you're interested in all of a sudden is, is, is interested in it, then all of a sudden you're just like, oh, this ain't that bad. Oh, I'll, I'll get up a little early. To, that way I can bring them a cup of coffee. Or I'll, or I'll stay up a little extra late after service. I don't have to leave right after service because, because they want to talk for a few minutes or they want to run, go grab a burrito or whatever it is. And all of a sudden you're just, oh, the energy. Oh, I just have energy to do some stuff. Well, I dare you to start falling in love with Jesus to a new degree. And you'll find that it doesn't become a hassle to do these things. It doesn't become a, 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 a chore. It's not another thing to add to your chore list. You'll find that the, Jesus said it like this. He said, are you, are, uh, are you burned out on, this is, I think, the message uh, paraphrase. It says, are you burned out on religion? Come away with me. Get away with me. Work with me, and I'll show you how to do it. Come on, think about, think about the the. The, uh, if you had the opportunity to work with, with your honey or your sweetie when you were first falling in love. Now, now I know you might. Now you wouldn't want to. Brother Steve's like, no, 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 no. But, but when you were first, when you were first sweet on them. Oh, I could be with them all day. In the morning, then we go to work together. You, you, would, you would just be so cheerful and happy to be able to just spend time with them. The Lord goes with you everywhere you go. And it's weird to think that you could spend all day with somebody and not speak at all to them. Not, you know, Rachel and I, even if we're working on a project at the house or something, you know, we may not even be saying anything, but but I'll go and give her a little nudge and give her a wink. Might do something else that we won't talk about. That Pastor Greg did one time, and uh, we won't go there. We don't have time for that story tonight. Um, <laughs> but it's just paying attention. It's just because you love. Because you love. It's not a hassle. You're not doing it because, because oh, you know, if I don't go over here and nudge my wife's arm or give her a wink or something, she's going to be mad at me, so I better... Hey. Hey, babe. That would be about, you get zero brownie points for that. Let me just, fellas. But there would be no joy in it either. It would be, it would be this weird robotic, right? I wonder if this is weird and robotic. You're worthy of it all. You think God's getting any thrills or chills out of that that's probably not floating up to <laughs> he's probably not keeping that in a bowl if it does go up he's probably hitting it's going into a different bowl and he's hitting the sending it on back down brother all right we're losing it we better wrap up here hallelujah <laughs> let me just read this other scripture that i had on my heart and we can say we read two scriptures. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 5. And it says, verse uh, 15, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. 
Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. I love this, this passage here because it's very, it sounds very serious and ominous, doesn't it? It's like, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. You can hear James Earl Jones reading, you know, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. But then he flips the script right on us. And he says, and do not be drunk with wine, which is excess or dissipation, or like one translation says, which is rebellion, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart before the Lord. I challenge you to get love drunk on the Lord in the first couple months of this year. I challenge you. I, I heard this. I heard this 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 afternoon as I was praying. Love drunk on the Lord. I, I have been getting just a little bit tipsy. You might have been able to pick it up on some services, but I'm getting a little bit tipsy on the victory of the Lord. I'm getting a little bit tipsy on the freedom that 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 He's given. I'm getting a little bit tipsy in the expectation of what He wants to do. I, it, it doesn't take but a moment for joy to just kind of bubble up, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm laughing not because. anything's necessarily funny. It's just, I'm a little love drunk on what the Lord is doing and who he is. And I challenge you to take the first couple months of this year and just get love drunk on the Lord. What does love drunk mean? Is that a real thing? It is actually, I looked this up today in the medical, uh, medical daily. It says, it says being in love and being drunk are actually pretty much the same thing, at least according to our brains. A recent study compared the physical effects of the hormone uh, oxytocin, I haven't quite finished all my medical classes, and alcohol, and they found that they're nearly identical, uh, have nearly identical effects on the neurological behavior. After the Lord said, I want you to be love drunk on me. And if you think about that, come on, if you've ever been in love... I'm in love, I'm in love, and I don't care who knows it. That's from Elf, you know. And, and if you've ever been in love, it's like, it's like th- things just roll off of you, you're, you. You know what I'm saying? And I've never been drunk in the natural, but I sure have in the spirit because I kind of grew up that way. I grew up in the, in the, in the time uh, 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 of, of the refreshing of the spirit with Brother Hagen's meetings, Holy Ghost meetings, and we were trying to get drunk every service. I mean, I was being a regular teenager just trying to get drunk, but I was just doing it in church versus out in the world trying to sneak some alcohol somewhere. I would, but, but I can guarantee you when Brother Hagen would walk by, I'd try to lean out in the aisle a little bit and see if he'd smack me so I could get a dose of the Holy Ghost. I'd be... Just hoping, just hoping that I'd get a touch. But then we went after it as a church. And I'm just, I'm encouraging you. We were, I mean, this is part of our foundation. It's part of our foundation. As I was worshiping over there, the Lord, the Lord was showing me that being filled with the Spirit is part of the foundation of this church. And God's wanting to build some things on, on that foundation. We got to get drunk in the presence and the spirit of God, not just as a, in, in a service, 
but begin to live filled with the Spirit. Filled with the Spirit where if we come together in a service, it's just like a sip and we're over the top. And it doesn't mean that every service is going to be a laughing, you know, laying out on the floor service. But probably a few of those wouldn't hurt us. Um, but the joy of the Lord, the, the love, love drunk. I just keep hearing that, love drunk. And, and I know that's, you know, that's a phrase, just a, just a phrase, but it's, I'm trying to, to paint a picture of what, what it's supposed to look like when you're serving the Lord. This is not supposed to be difficult. It's not supposed to be frustrating and it's not supposed to be uh, 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 a, a burden. It's supposed to be a joy. There's supposed, it's supposed to flow out of a love relationship and the Lord is inviting us into that. Glory to God. Let's just stand real quick. Father, we love you tonight. Thank you. For the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Father, we thank you that we can live filled with the Spirit, speaking to ourselves and speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, making melody, oh, in our heart before the Lord. Glory to God. And so, Father, we thank you. We we have already determined the last two weeks that we would begin to be doers, uh, uh, doers of the things that we hear on a new level. And so, Father God, I thank you that we will just begin to, uh, 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 we ask right now, Lord, invite us, invite us, invite us to this. And Father, show us what our step of faith is. Show us what our step of faith is to live more in love with you. This week, tomorrow, tonight, as before we go to bed, what our step of faith is. Oh, my, my, my. Got one more thing here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Mm -hmm. It's better than you ever thought it would be what the Lord's inviting you to. And it's not reserved for somebody else. He's actually reserved it and kept it just for you. That time hasn't passed. It's right out here for you to take part of. Ha, ha, ha. And you'll find that it changes all kinds of things when you say yes. And the joy of the Lord will be your strength. (laughs) You won't even recognize (laughs) certain things. Glory to God because of the joy of the Lord that's rising up in this belly. Ah, In the name of Jesus, we thank you for it, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you for it, Father. Amen, amen, amen. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your presence. Glory to God. We thank you for everything that you've said today. You're so good, Lord. We're so grateful to be called together as a body. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Father, thank you for the equipping for this week. It's going to be an amazing week in you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Being filled with the Spirit is not optional. Pentecostals have a, have a misunderstanding sometimes of what being filled with the Spirit is because they equate it and in, in correctly on one level with being baptized with the Holy Spirit. When you, were, when you were first baptized with the Holy Spirit, you were filled with the Spirit. And, and the New Testament uses those phrases inter- interchangeably. But being baptized with the Holy Spirit is something that happens one time. You don't get rebaptized with the Holy Spirit. But being filled with the Spirit is something that happens over and over and over. And, uh, and it's not optional. 
in the world in which we live, in the time in which we live. It's not optional. It's not optional for us as a church. We've been called as a church to the Spirit-filled, overflowing with the Holy Spirit life. Overflowing with the Holy Spirit services. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We've been called to this. It's, 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 our, it's our assignment. It's our assignment from heaven. Glory to God. And whenever we've, we practice being filled with the Spirit, when we're in our own time with the Lord, we practice that and focus on it and, and, and deliberately get in His presence. We come together, it makes it a whole lot easier. Amen for things to happen. Glory to God. Because, because Steve, Steve's right, we do need, we need more of these services. Amen. Where there, where, there's, where there are demonstrations of the Spirit. There's a, there's a place in the Spirit where you can, you can get to the place where you just respond to the Holy Ghost without even thinking about it. I mean, a, a prompting comes and you don't even stop and process it and, and you know, analyze it. You're just so yielded to the Spirit. That you just yield without even analyzing what, what you're doing. And I'll tell you, that's where power is. There, that, that's, like, that's like fusion. I mean, that's, that's like where the atomic bomb happens. When you get over to that place where you start yielding to the Holy Ghost without even thinking about what you're doing, next thing you know, you'll be right smack dab in the middle of a big old miracle. I mean, a, I mean a huge miracle take place. Massive and marvelous moves of the Spirit in the church. Glory to God when we become yielded to the Holy Ghost. So yieldedness is part of this equation. Being quick to respond, quick to respond to the Spirit. Amen. Glory to God. Well, praise the Lord. Great things are ahead. Great things are ahead. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands one more time and praise Him. Thank you, Thank you, Father. 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 Behez mash man men's man zin ban men zin zan man meguada e no ye shy mahan unun sada. Why tarry? Why hold back? Why respond into the to the limitations of the flesh and lean back into the natural realm when you can lean into the spirit world? When you can begin to operate in the spirit and and do so with 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 skill and with knowledge and with understanding. So don't seek the lower life, seek the higher life. Don't be comfortable to don't accept the lower life, the lower way of living life in the natural, but pursue the higher life. Pursue the spirit life. Pursue fellowship with me, says the Lord, and I'll lift you into realms you've never even experienced before. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Woo, glory to God. Glory. <laughs> glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, Father. 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's all about yielding. It's all about responding. It's all about responding to the Spirit. Amen. At Impact Family Church, it is our desire to see you blessed through the power of the Word of God. We have been helping people to change their world for over 25 years through our dynamic ministries and teaching. If you are going to be in the North Central Florida area and are interested in attending our services or just want more information about us, you can visit us online at www.impactfamilychurch.com.